0: like to build
1: up Weeds. all of the, uh, all the anticipate. Yeah. Wait for it. Let's say hypothetically that I don't know anything about fly fishing.
2: Yeah.
3: Right.
1: It was like this instant eight way man crush.
3: Uh huh. I'm, I'm on the fence.
1: Yeah. The time we've been doing this podcast. I've never seen uncle Buck perk up his, his dolphin procreation. <laughs> like, you just flipped up out of your chair. Yeah, he
2: just blew out his blowhole.
3: <laughs> <What was> <laughs> and that's pretty much my dream coming true to,
4: to actually meet you guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm the humblest Shy guy. I am humble. We're
1: at huge trading shows in uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. You meet some pretty wild guys.
3: You blew it! <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm the worst <laughs> PR
4: person ever. Fire me. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us at the Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. You are in the current. Yeah, buddy.
0: Currently. Currently nice. in the current. This yes. is
4: Uncle Buck. Who do I have with me tonight?
0: Hey, I'm
1: Ryan. I'm Catfish. I'm Steve.
0: I'm Will. And we are the Rutten River Pursuits
4: Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. What's How you going? doing? I'm doing good. Yeah? Yeah, I had a great day, guys. What's new? New this week. We, we did it like a Saturday Shopping adventure. Ooh. Not really shopping. Not shopping. But Not- we adventured we in stores, though. I would say, because...
1: Adventure in stores is the guide term for shopping. <laughs> I'm just asking, because yeah. technically you went shopping <laughs> with another dude, and you just don't want to say that.
4: But we didn't buy anything. Now, so
1: so you went browsing.
4: <laughs> no,
2: <laughs>
1: no, no, it's
3: not browsing So neither. you
1: went to attempt to spend your money on fishing and hunting gear, and decided that you didn't need it.
2: We went to Lancaster Marine, Lancaster County Marine. Um, they are a <laughs> kayak superstore. mm, mm.
1: And you did not buy... Really? Let's... A kayak.
2: We
4: need to stop right there because we walk into this place and it's boats, like regular marine boats with outboards or inboard-outboard motors. I'm following you. At the back of this showroom, hanging on, on chained racks, a bunch of kayaks, then there's some kayaks at, a, at, a, at a right angle off of it, you know, on the other wall. They're so everywhere. there's
1: lots of kayaks. Right.
4: But <laughs> hiding behind... That wall of kayaks is a whole other showroom of of kayaks. All right,
1: let me stop you. So we went browsing for kayaks, and we didn't buy a kayak when there was hundreds of kayaks to pick from? No. Was it the wrong color? Kayak?
4: (laughs) I already know what kayak I want, but it was just mind-blowing. Really? Yeah. And
1: where's this place at again?
2: In our backyard. Lancaster. Ephrata. Yeah.
1: And what's it called?
2: Lancaster. County Marine.
1: Ryan, what are you doing Saturday?
2: Apparently I'm going to Lancaster County Marine.
1: You time you picking me up <laughs> this place sounds amazing. No,
2: yeah,
0: you gotta go. You gotta go. I don't think I can go there with catfish. What's that? I need to go there with Phil so we can browse. No, it's if I go there Man with catfish adventure. we're gonna have to buy a trailer to bring home adventure all the that we bought. It's adventure looking. <laughs> Hey, Cavish, you want to go adventure looking, or you want to go buying?
1: I don't think I've ever went looking at kayaks without buying one. So you don't take me. <laughs>
2: this, <laughs> I, it's literally like I just, you know, like I try to say, it was a kayak superstore. They're just the gigantic. It's like a car lot.
1: They have Obies. Yes. They have,
2: yes. Name it. They yeah. have it. Yeah. How about the vibe? Uh, I think
0: so. Yes, I think so. Lucky, what did you? That's see? a
1: very popular thing right that now. That was the, something the I saw yeah, yeah, yeah. on
0: on Facebook this week, and I really interested.
1: What Can't did afford you do it Lucky?
4: Guys, my holy grail is the Hobie Pro Angler 14.
1: That's a lot of kayak for you, Bob. I'm just saying. That's that's like, you know, what's his name? He even went after Moby Dick. He should have just known him. It. It's it's a little too much. Moby Dick. He should have <laughs> went like. <laughs> he could have went straight. He was my neighbor first. a while back.
4: But uh, that's that's my that's my go to the ultimate. But in order to get there, I'd like to to
1: have a Lamborghini, too,
4: in order to get there. That's your bucket kayak. I think (laughs) I think I'm going to help my buddy get to one of those first. And so you can use it in the meantime. I'm going to while I help him get to that. I will get to my gateway kayak.
2: I see what you're doing. You see what I'm doing here. I like it. He's looking at a 14 foot feels.
3: Oh, with a trolling setup. Not, uh, a, not an orange one.
2: Our 2 orange one, yes.
0: <laughs> so I can learn and then be kayak fishing when, immediately. When you say my buddy, anonymous, anonymously, it might don't, have been my adventure. toward Will. My adventure <laughs> and looking. An enemy. Yeah, and an enemy. Yeah, it's a yeah. kind of sea creature. <laughs> he, before, you. <laughs> I
2: think in an interest of fairness, before that transaction goes down, the guy that you're looking at getting his kayak would have to go back to the guy that he got that kayak from. It says, do you, would you want that kayak back in your fleet? And maybe he would probably sell one of his kayaks. Really? Is that what's going on?
1: I'm pretty sure. Is the there a feel free? I'm pretty sure the guy that sold that kayak to begin with, like on a handshake, said if this kayak ever goes anywhere, I get first dibs on it.
2: The dude in Mary. Gotcha. No.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He's never getting Not it back. That. <laughs> so you want
2: that kayak back.
1: As much as I love the orange kayak and would like to have it back in the fleet, if you would like to get it from Will to help him upgrade to the Maserati Bigfoot kayak. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a really great kayak for you to start with because it is. Those pro anglers are crazy. Kayak. Plus,
2: you're probably, probably going to buy it out from under Stevie.
1: Yeah. You guys do that. I'll be lucky if I get it. so What happens <laughs> yeah. is that that rolls over to you. Then, if you ever get rid of it, you got to offer it to me first. Gotcha. Eventually, it will make it back to me. All, <laughs> all 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 those things eventually come. Set it free. If you love it, it'll come back. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm like a little bird. Yeah.
1: As they call it a feel free, for, feel free to go. I know you'll be back. <laughs> feel free
4: to come back. Oh, good
1: <laughs> you luck. Like, you like catching fish with me. I know it. Get out of here.
4: Maybe you should fly, fly.
1: Well, wow, it, it wow. sounds like a really cool place to go to. Did you see, Will, did you see, obviously they had things there that were interesting. In, have everything. Yeah, yeah. It's
2: everything. I just.
1: They have the carbon fiber paddles there.
2: I wasn't looking for him, but I'm quite positive. If they don't have it, they're going to be able to get it. They're they're, it's just massive. It's massive. Yeah. Yeah. The, and uh, the guys are great there, and, and uh, it just it was really cool. I'm glad that we made that trip.
1: Well, Lancaster's not far. Is it how far? It's like down by Lancaster Archery, not far from there. or What?
2: Odd,
4: just odd a little that you north. <laughs> yeah. Odd that you say that.
0: Uh oh. Did you guys do more man browsing there? <laughs> there, <laughs> there is sure. There. Looking.
4: We, we did some scouting.
0: Scouting. Okay. Adventure is that the way
4: scouting. Adventure Scouting. <laughs> so you know, um <laughs> I was talk about another place I was blown away by. Yeah, that place is great. I didn't
1: Is that the first time you've been to Lancaster Archery? It's pretty it's pretty impressive.
4: Yes, and I think now I've been ru- ru- ruined? Ruined our Right. Any other You're shop that I go to will be ruined because I happen to go to the Mecca. Like a Cabela's uh you know, I, I that doesn't even do him justice. You uh, can't
1: say Cabela's and Lancaster archery in the same sense. No, I I <laughs>
4: it's not even it's not even in the same boat because these it's guys like
1: saying Mars and Hershey.
4: there's there's professionals abound.
2: Yeah. They're that's yeah. cool. They're the real deal.
4: They have their regular I, I don't even want to say regular, they have their compound bow Bowtech counter, then there's their recurve target w- archery wall, yeah, counter, a whole other space just dedicated to the recurve, yeah, it's they, they lifestyle, if
2: you will. Yeah. I mean, uh, a we, whole wall just for field tips, yeah. Chris Scott, the store manager, oh, yeah. okay, took us around, um, and kind of gave us the lowdown on yep. all the new things that are going to be there at the store and and uh give us a little, you know, behind the scenes tour and the string room the it, I mean it's just I I knew some of that stuff went on um but I didn't know all of that. I mean they have like a PJ style like um you know like how they do like a swing analy- analyzer. Right. They for, have a for your draw. they have a PGA style like draw analyzer and four cameras four cameras your wow. consistency they can
4: put one your previous shot superimposed on to your next shot
2: to yeah. the next shot so you can see the differences that's pretty cool how consistent you are and yep. and your anchor points and all that stuff it's 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 a state of the art that's cool and uh, and they have a the biggest thing that they got going is this um Archery Academy that and it's again just growing some top notch athletes. Um mm-hmm. Casey Cawfold is a uh, very young archer, uh just breaking records left and right.
3: Did we meet her at the outdoor show?
2: I don't think we met her yet, yeah. She's in like there. If you're looking at archery, the archery wire and all that stuff, she was probably seeing...
0: out in Vegas at the oh, yeah, s- the she's... second half of the great American outdoor show. There was an indoor uh championships out in maybe Vegas. that's what I was thinking. So she's
3: probably out there.
2: You're oh, on sh- you're on like cough medicine and stuff. We're still it's coming a down on antibiotics, Antibiotics. And, yeah. <laughs> antibiotics.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a
2: long week. That brutal. That was really cool. Like I said, they're just doing amazing things. And you really get a sense that Lancaster County is an archery mecca. Who would have thought? It's an OTC for archery. And OTC
4: is an Olympic Training Center I'm using. Who would have thought there'd be an
3: over-the-counter Olympic Training Center? It just seems like, well,
4: because of the concentration of talent. I mean, there's people coming into that shop that and they're developing, they, they, they actually have a program to develop talent from, the, from young kids on up. And yep. it's not with the goal to make champions. No, it, the goal is just to make archers and, and, to, and, and to spread the love of archery. Well, And, and along the way, you get world-class shooters. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: and Lancaster Archery has been no slouch in, in the industry, right? Like, you can't watch a show on the Outdoor Channel. Or you can't watch the outdoor channel itself for more than an hour and a half without seeing at least one Langster Archery commercial, right? So they aren't just sponsors. Yeah. They actually ha- run spots on the channel. I mean, these guys have been in the game for a long time and they know what they're doing. You know? So it's it, it doesn't surprise me that they're state-of-the-art. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. And it's different. It's not a big box store. And granted, you can find knowledge that's that's worthy of going to big box stores if you've got very general questions, but you're not going to get a four-camera shoot that analyzes your your anchor points and your release on your archery shot in slow motion and then get help to figure out what you need to do or what you need to change or what piece of equipment will help you fix this or fix that. You're going to get that there and – it's, it's, it is amazing stuff.
2: And I, I don't know how many lines of bows that they actually have like product lines, but like they have a ton where you can shoot most of the major yeah. bow companies and and they're from top to bottom, their flagships to their, you know, middle of the grade bows. And, 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 uh, you're going to be able to get the bow for you. That's, that's, you know, if there's ever been anything, that I've told people
0: working in the archery industry for the last couple of years, 20 plus. Right. Pick a price range that you're comfortable spending. Go to a shop where you can shoot as many bows in that price range and see what is comfortable for you. Some guys love a high open grip, and I'll steer them towards Matthews. Other guys like the grip of a Hoyt. Some people like a smooth draw. Other people want speed. Whatever you want, find a price range, get to a shop, and shoot as many bows as you can. Because what feels great to me works for me, won't work for you. And Lancaster Archery is probably one of the best.
2: I mean, what places feels to great go. to me actually is kind of similar to what you like. Most cases, yeah, <laughs>
0: but not every case.
2: We're pretty simpatica that way, right?
0: But not everybody is. So, and and that's something I've been saying for years, and I've told guys that almost to, you know, I don't want to say the detriment of my employment. But I whisper it so that the owners of the shop I'm working at don't hear me say that because I may be working in a a Hoyt shop or a Bowtech shop, and I'm saying, you know, go shoot the elites. You know, go shoot something else. Like, try as many bows as you can in the price range you're comfortable spending because you don't know what. I mean, some guys are brand loyal. I get that. Mm -hmm. But if you're not already brand loyal, figure out what's comfortable for you. And the last time I bought a bow— from a shop and paid retail price, I'll bet you. Ooh, I spent about six hours at that shop, and I shot damn near every bell on the shelf,
4: mm-hmm. so I
0: settled. So just shoot as many as you can, and that's a that's the kind of place where they've got people with knowledge, and they're going to sit there and work with you for hours,
4: and they'll encourage that too. I mean, oh, they love
0: that stuff. When somebody walks in and wants to do that, they're like, "Yes, finally, <laughs> awesome."
1: My my. The times that I have been there, I've I've got nothing but world class service from them, you know, and, and not, not even knowing them. They didn't know me when I walked in, but I've I've been down there and done what you've done. I've I've seen what you're doing. I've shot all the, a, a lot of the bows to pick out what I liked, and they were more than more than helpful, extremely They're, knowledgeable, more than helpful. How that so?
4: Their tech area, real quick, to end, but their tech area reminded me of a barber shop like you have these individual guys you're they're giving them sp- space but they're bringing they have their tools behind them and is matt here yeah i'll, I'll go to matt or you know and and
1: and Well that's the way and, a real archery shop should be. And and it, Bucky's it was,
0: never been in my basement has he?
1: Well, I
4: have seen your basement. Oh. Okay.
0: Seen
2: your basement? Senior basement? <laughs>
4: but that's but that shop was
1: a true garage. Hasn't yeah, they had six in my basement? A true garage of any sorts or any place that you work. If you're a, the a good at what you do, then you have your own bay with your own tools. Yes. Yes. It, Whether you're getting your car worked on or your bow or whatever the case may be. Yes.
4: It's awesome. it, it, it was. It, it was mind blowing. And even out out back, they had an outdoor range, a, a separate other building besides the one in the ba- guy. I, I got to go back.
2: It's a campus. Yeah. yeah, it is a campus. That's a good term. How about you, Ry? What's, uh, what's new with you?
3: Yeah, senior basement. how did uh, <laughs> how did your trout season kickoff go? Uh,
0: it kicked off actually
3: pretty well. Did it? Yeah,
0: we had a good time. Um, went to a small stream down near the house, and it was traditional opening day of trout, shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Um, I got lucky, and a buddy of mine that I worked with at, one of the archery shops, bought a farm.
3: Nice. And he didn't, oh, buy, sorry, he didn't buy
0: the farm. He bought oh. a farm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and
3: I'll, I'll be, I, I got lucky. That's <laughs> what I thought. Yeah,
2: Thanks, he, Will. Bless his heart. I thought yeah, he died. Yeah.
0: Listen, you
3: hated him or something. Listen, like, I, yeah. I'm
0: going to be talking to Uncle Catfish about this guy later because not only did he send me pictures of all kinds of turkeys in full strut, he also sent me a picture in full daylight of a black-faced coyote. On his property.
3: There it is, bud.
0: And I'm telling you right now, yep, yep. he's not more than 10 miles as crow flies from where you live, bud. Anyway, he's got a little bit of creek front. You could
2: probably call it to your house.
0: You probably might be
2: able to <laughs> with With, uh, with uh, Uncle, uh, what's his name's little yipper call? Uncle John. Swamp
3: Creek? Yeah, yeah. Uncle John's yipper. Uncle
2: John's little. You could get that. It's <laughs> only 10 miles as the crow flies.
0: But he's, he's got... Uh, some creek front prodige, pro, property, prodigy, property, prodigy? Prodigy. He's got some creek front property. And uh, while everyone was standing shoulder to shoulder and had been there since about 6 a.m., they're running little space heaters and stuff like that. I walked up about 10 minutes to 8. Yeah. Set out some folding chairs on a nice little <laughs> grass strip. and Morning.
3: <laughs> oh.
0: Those guys didn't like me much. But, I mean, we're right across the creek from them, right in the deep hole. Kids had a good time. That's I good. I mean, we I'm I'm exaggerating my story a little bit. We got there around seven. Everybody had fun. We caught some fish. Seven um,
1: after nine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now nah, it was it was a good time, and I also managed to pretty much get the John boat finished. So those are my big updates. Nice. Got a little bit of green paint on my hand because I'm too cheap to buy the little plastic bins you can just pour the paint into and paint out of that
1: yeah don't do that i right.
0: just hold the paint can in my hand yep and uh yeah, you're not supposed to like check what time it is when you go to do that you're I holding see. the paint can it just adds Roll another over. layer
1: yeah. just pour more paint i on painted
0: it. the floor a little bit did you in the garage yeah looks good yeah cool <laughs> cool <laughs> you're putting off that <laughs> i got an eight foot putting green on the, on the front of this john boat buddy eight foot yep all right
3: bring, i'm anxious to see it i'll bring my putter over I didn't get out for the first day again. I feel bad about that. Yeah, I I don't. You know, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But I I don't know. Some sometimes I feel bad. I don't know if sometimes I do. Sometimes you feel
2: like a nut.
3: It's, that was I, the I,
4: first day of trout, though, bud.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, Coming from the trout hater. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't really want to get into it. A whole all right, lot. all right. Because you know we have a whole episode. Too soon. That. He pre- too he pretends
0: soon. like he's okay with it, but I it's, think it hurts.
3: It's too soon. Deep I, down, I, a guy I I I know and I know a guy love and admire, <laughs> look up to. It, look up to. He just doesn't feel the same way about trout season as he I felt do. Felt
2: close so, to that guy, didn't? Yeah, you?
3: yeah. <laughs> you know, we let's let's just we'll avoid that topic
1: of festering splinter of that. there. But no, I,
3: I didn't. I didn't get a chance to to get out. I did a couple times during this week. Say. What's that?
2: When sliding down the banister of life, yeah. Consider him a splinter.
1: I haven't heard that. Avoid one. avoid the splinter. Well, <laughs> avoid the splinter. Just, it,
2: it's a it's an, it hurts.
0: Well, I I will say this, and I know it was wasn't Splinter on the week.
4: leader of the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yes, just, he was.
0: Just saying, he was their master.
2: Consider him a master.
0: You know, you're not completely missing out on the wonderfulness that is opening day because there are multiple stockings throughout the season and you pay attention to that and you can get as good efficient if not better without the crowds
3: yesterday i i drove to the yellow or if you have
2: a buddy who has a farm
3: (laughs) (laughs) well there's that i I drove to yellow breeches yesterday at lunchtime and I swear the wind was blowing 40 miles an hour. It was yes. I, I walked out of work, and it was really windy. I thought, ah, I'm just going to tough it out. I get to the, the, uh, the breaches, and my car is rocking back and forth. And I just decided. You know what you they know, say. What's that? The cars are rocking. Don't go fishing. <laughs> Don't go fishing. Uh, yeah. I think the trout magnet would ended up about 40 yards yeah. downstream from where I tried casting it before it even hit the water. At so. a minimum. And
0: even though you've got shoulder space in a situation like mine where your buddy's got the farm, everybody across the creek shoulder to shoulder, that doesn't help your lines. I I untangled more lines and retied more hooks because they were caught up in someone else's fishing line than I took fish off the line.
2: Gotcha. So
0: it still gets pretty nasty out there. A lot of fishing going on all at once.
4: Catfish. Yeah. What happened at Yodi Hotel this week?
1: I went coyote. Oh, I went back to that property that, that um, I scouted for coyotes the other week. There's a yeah. little coyote sign. I actually ended up, the guy that rents the farm, uh, me and Trevor went out coyote hunting. We got like, we got another four inches of snow, five inches of snow that morning. Mm-hmm. Um, Third
4: on, winter, i am been calling it. Fourth, yeah.
1: fifth, yeah. So, well, I mean, I woke up, uh, got Lacey's car out of the driveway bright and early, you know, before daylight, and I decided to go coyote hunting, and so we went down, we called coyotes three different locations, um, nothing happened, we called in three red foxes and some other stuff, but not coyotes, but um, it was a nice day to go hunting, It's a nice day to go out and call, it just didn't happen, whether they're denned up or they're. Too smart to come to the call, whatever the case may be. We didn't we didn't do any good coyote hunting, but it sure was a pretty day out To be out in a Tyvex white suit, white camo, white snow on the ground. What'd,
0: what'd I have did have, have a gun.
1: I, I did have a mishap.
0: You had your gun wrapped up a little bit too, didn't you?
1: Yeah. Um you really had to bring that up, didn't you? Oh. oh I shit. couldn't I didn't r re- I mean
0: come on. You man. really
1: had to bring that up, didn't you?
0: <laughs> Sorry, bud. I didn't realize that uh Well there here, was a problem. <laughs> I was impressed by the picture that I saw. Look, at yeah.
1: I couldn't find anything white to wrap the gun with. So, Lacey has 100 silk chair covers from our wedding. <laughs> Lacey has 98 <laughs> silk <laughs> covers, <It is> 99 <laughs> silk chair covers because I cut one up. Yeah, it, oh, it, no. it did a nice job wrapping the gun with it.
4: So I would have never known that was a seat cover from a wedding reception yeah. Yeah. oh yeah you they didn't did have like to straight out
1: straight yourself like camouflage though but <laughs> it and it it worked well i mean i had had a coyote come out i think we their sets were good i think the calling was good i think everything would have played out good and um so you know it's that's coyote hunting you know and that's what i told Trevor, I and you know and all the i'm not i haven't done it tons and tons and tons in my life for coyotes foxes more but I honestly think for every time you go out coyote hunting, in one in ten sets around here, if you see a coyote, you've done phenomenal, whether you get a shot at it or not. Yeah. So, and I told him, Matt, I said, so if we don't see anything today, we don't hear anything today, don't get discouraged. We'll get back after it. We'll do some night calling and, you know, early, early morning, spring calling, and it just didn't happen that day. So,
4: Well, obviously, you were doing something right to get – Three foxes to come in well, into mean, the, the set. They I mean, were all
1: about it. You I could have shot jokers. foxes. I could have shot three or four foxes. Yeah,
4: I'd use yeah. the term Dingleberry, but that'd be my my <laughs> word. Your that's turn. your word, but <laughs> but
1: you, I you, did have a mishap though. What I happened? Totally screwed the brand new truck up. Not that it, it. I mean, it was fixable.
4: What your fishing rod tip totally scraped the roof? No,
1: you know, no, but yeah, that's making a mark. <laughs> no. But for for Easter, Lacey got me an Easter basket. I woke up, there was an Easter basket. I'm, I'm almost 30, what, 5, 37, the 40 Lacey years bunny? old, something. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, I was... Com- Sorry. You made him. I did it. You made him get weak
0: knee. I don't know what's going on. It's happening. He's getting angry.
2: Oh, my gosh. It's got a picture of the black-faced what? coyote.
1: But he has the white stripe on his back, as I said in the podcast. The one that ran in front of me across the dirt road.
2: Yeah, probably 10 miles as a about, crow fly. About 10 miles as a crow fly. But is this one me. dead? No, that was a
1: trail cam picture a couple weeks ago. It's in a trap.
2: No, no.
0: That wasn't his. Oh, it, oh. It looked oh. just like this. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I'm
2: sorry.
1: I got gotcha. you. This one.
2: Probably oh, <laughs> the one that, that the next picture you see—he didn't get this coyote. No, no, oh my god! But the next one he, he gets—that <laughs> will we'll be got that,
1: That's my—that's okay. my bucket list animal. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: we So anyway, so what?
4: What, what just, happened? <clears throat> what was this mishap?
1: Yeah, cut all that out. Anyhow, um so I screwed my new truck up. Unfortunately, uh, it's not that it can't be fixed, and. Technically, it tried to fix it. So, Lacey got me an Easter basket. And uh, regardless of how old I am, we I woke up to this Easter basket and had this giant bag of beef jerky in it, which wow. was so awesome of her. And guess what else was in it? Lego Batman and two monsters.
3: Uh-huh. And
1: so, like, I watch him call it in some like. Uh, Some Jim's, all the stuff so I like. So it was.
2: Did you have like a uh, like? I just see you coming down the stairs in your bunny suit. The, like yeah, this suit, like this gigantic onesie no. that you can as a trap door for a pooper. No.
1: And I, I and just woke, ears. I woke up and looked to my right to the nightstand and grabbed my phone and it was on a nightstand. Uh, what uh, was in it was extremely thoughtful. She put some thought into it.
2: Oh so. my gosh, yeah.
1: So as I'm out coyote hunting, we're done coyote hunting, I had this giant bag of beef turkey sitting on my driver's seat. And uh, I reached across the passenger seat, grabbed it to bring it over to me as I was talking, to Trevor, and I grabbed it from the wrong end and Lift it up and drug it to me and it just then like giant bag of beef jerky all through the new truck, in between the seats.
2: Oh, that's it. good for the dump
1: he Spread
4: seated the truck of jerky.
1: So what would any Don't like melts in your mouth. eat it? Yes. I'd eat it. Yeah, I'd eat it off the floor, off the yeah. seats, out, it, out of the yeah. cup holder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't wasting good beef jerky in its new truck. Did
2: you tell him to hold still? <laughs> it was <laughs> i'll clean that up <laughs> he was down. not in the truck
1: <laughs> <laughs> the seats were
2: empty oh i thought he was with you
1: yeah, he was standing outside the truck but it was uh so yeah there's still beef jerky in the truck
2: oh uh, cool i'm going out
1: yes. <laughs> yeah um, i
2: need a snack i'll be
1: back so what's current i got an easter basket called some coyotes didn't get any coyotes but had a great day in the woods had All an right. op- have excellent day hunting in the snow so um very cool. Yep, That's about it for me.
2: So we got something new that we want to toss out there and introduce uh, for The Current exclusively. Ooh, that's right. Yeah. This is in uh, Cousin Ryan's wheelhouse. Yeah, we're going to try to do the Topic Hat, aren't we? Yeah. So uh-uh. if you didn't know this, Ryan's in another podcast called Spend the Void, and uh, they used to do this Topic Hat. Yes. And I so the other day I called Ryan, and I said, "Hey, bud, it's me, Will." Hey, Will. <laughs> uh, I said, "You know that topic hat thing you guys used to do on your old or your own, or old on your other podcast?" Uh-huh. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, of course." I said, "Is that proprietary to Ryan Madera, or does span the void on that intellectual property?" And and Ryan's like. No, that's 100%. Ryan Madera. I invented it. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I invented it. Patent pending.
1: Yeah.
2: Copywritten. <laughs> so I said, I have a guy on my podcast named Ryan Madera, and if he'd like to do that on The Current. I There's
0: said, actually- that
1: guy's more than welcome. There's two, Ryan. They look similar. Yeah. They look similar.
0: One of us is clearly prettier than the other. The Red right River the discretion discretion of the
1: audience. <laughs> it's much prettier.
2: The one is adored by you know, all the outdoors. But essentially, what we've got,
0: and what we have here, I like it even better. Um, I've got a hat. In yeah. this case, it's a scentlock hat. And while some people would pay at least
2: $2 for this free hat from right. a homeless guy,
0: <laughs> um, this hat, nonetheless, is a beautiful hat.
2: It's a sentimental scent
0: it certainly is. So great. It's got, <laughs> it's got uh, topics inside the hat. Little slips of paper. Yeah, yeah. And what Will and I now are proposing that we do.
4: Is call that a topic hat?
0: Is we call this the topic hat. And when we get into the current each week, we do In what we In the middle did. of the current. We go around the table. Hey, what's everybody up to? How's your week been? And boom, it's a shaking from the topic hat and we give her a go and we just talk about whatever it is is on the slip of paper. Are so, we ready to do it? Well, what I'm proposing or what I would like to propose is that we get some of the listeners to offer up some suggestions oh, or that, those topics cool. yeah, oh, yeah. That's so great, if you really guys have I ideas really like slip these topics, shoot them to us, you know um, DM us. PM us. get us on facebook instagram twitter whatever it is drums us, drum it contact in contact us just Smoke use signal. just let us know hey topic for the topic hat here it is blah, 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 blah. whatever that may be um will and i just came up with this Telegraph. recently i've only got a couple of topics in here but if y'all would like i can reach in yeah it's is it shaking you want me to pull a topic hat uh, or a topic from the topic hat? Yeah, man. All I'll right. be a
2: Huckleberry.
0: It's a shaking.
2: It's shaking. Like it used to do on Spin the Void. Just like it, bud. All
0: right. And this isn't too unapropos. This week's topic would be late season scouting. So, like, it's like. Boom. Way late season. Anything or and all things. Really early. Well, no. <laughs> Here's the thing, I can honestly say for myself, I used to use turkey season as an opportunity to late season scout for deer.
2: Well, yeah, 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 makes sense. You still have pretty good,
0: especially at the beginning of turkey season, you would still have pretty good visual on some of these trails, which are ultimately escape routes that the deer are using in the wintertime when they're yarded up, which also coincides with, uh, the rifle season in most parts of the state, so you can get a pretty good read on uh, some of these places that I was hunting in the uh, state forest down below Carlisle. Uh, a lot of the side hills were they had uh, they weren't clear cut, but it was like a select timber mm-hmm. that was done on the area, and now you know a year or two later, a lot of saplings growing up. You could really get a good read during turkey season as you're walking around where some of these deer are
2: cutting in and out areas like that. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Um, kind of some people also, you know, don't hunt turkeys where they deer hunt and, you know, and you might have an opportunity to hunt deer later on that property or whatever. It's a, yeah. I mean, you're picking up recon all over the place. Uh, this is an awesome time and you do your, uh, your deer surveys and things like that to yep. see what deer survived and the, you know, or if there's something new in the property. Um, there's
0: a, there's actually a lot of people that won't run trail cameras. Like they'll pull them out once rifle season starts, and they won't put trail cameras out till August, September. Yeah. But this right now is a great time mm-hmm. to actually get your cameras out. Not only are you picking up trail cameras of turkeys, like Buck was saying last week, but you're uh, you're getting a pretty good inventory as far as what made it through. Yeah, and what's really cool is when we start getting into turkey season, into May and stuff, and the, the fawns or the does rather drop the fawns, you get some really really cool pictures. You know the little spotted fawns and stuff showing up, and the fawns drop and the antlers start growing. You know it's it's velvet season yeah. at that point.
4: I I know that we've already seen some deer on our trail cam. The spring that we saw from, like, we personally saw last year running around. Running around our property where we hunt. um, And it was kind of cool seeing some of those deer back. Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: It, uh, any of those um, real weird, unique characteristics about a deer that you can identify from one season to the next is, is actually really cool to watch. That little notch is missing out of an ear. Uh, a lot of times with, with the buck... Guys really can't tell for sure until they start growing the antler, but if if there's oh, any yeah. kind of other markings, like weird like double throat patches of white, things like that, like some way, some distinguishing mark, and you can actually watch those deer all year round, man, keep those cameras out. Those AA batteries
2: aren't that expensive, right? I'm running. I have a a deer that is <laughs> near and dear to my heart. Um. That he, Houdini, that Houdini Buck. He, uh, he's uh The I, Matrix he, Buck. Yeah, you, you gotta uh, call him Neo. Yeah, work,
4: yeah Neo. he was like the major. Whoa, whoa, wa! Like, <laughs> folks out there, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause real quick, like to to set the picture though. This Buck that Will's about to talk about, and he calls him Neo, literally did that slow motion move from The Matrix. To dodge the bullets. So you remember Bullet when, time. when Neo like did the back bend and dodged like the eighty bullets coming after him?
0: That deer took the red pill.
4: Oh he <laughs> I'm I'm gobsmacked to quote our our brother. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm and pretty- Glasgow, I am gobsmacked over this buck. I mean, it was it's the first time I've ever personally experienced one season to the next, seeing the same buck and, and, and now this is a legend deer
2: in a way. Oh yeah, legacy, yeah. He uh so basically I had an encounter with him in a rut and uh we had him in and the trail cam a bunch and he's a just a small seven. Uh and he's good enough for me. You know. Heck I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna not gonna lie on that. You'll let him take a ride in the back of your truck. Oh again. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or anything. Yeah. Uh, I'll strap him to sunfire.
3: <laughs>
2: but no um so anyway, and I I got uh I got him into thirty yards and um and he just he ducked me. Just straight ducked me. And I thought you know, I thought it was a great shot and he just trotted off. And I found some hair, uh found, you know, just not a lot of blood, but just a lot of hair, and so I took it. Uh, I, I worried, I looked a, lot, a while for him. I remember this, yeah, you know, and I, I might even have told the story before, but rather, well, yeah,
0: I know I heard it. I don't uh, think you told it on the podcast, that okay.
2: Well, I, 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 that's what happened. Um, I knew uh, the cool part was, is I. I wasn't seeing deer where I had stands and I had to kind of, for the first time, go and get the climber out and go little running gun. Yeah. Somewhere else. And, and, and I ran into this boy and, uh, so long story, he, you know, I was, I was so worried, you know, that he just, he took a hit and and just got away from me. And, uh, last week, last Saturday, uh, last Sunday, rather, I, I, hold the camera and there he was just big little distinguishing mark yeah his, his haircut <laughs> he's got a little haircut and uh you know and he's just looks as good as anything and a little smirk right he's got some camera. yeah yeah he's he knows he's got what, a swagger now does he oh definitely he's got street cred well, he has
4: or
0: a, wood cred <laughs> He has a chip on his shoulder yeah <laughs> a broadhead chip on his yeah. shoulder <laughs> i mean we call it scars Think in our neck of the woods, but I like it. Yeah, chip on his shoulder. But
4: <laughs> also, to that effect, it's amazing the will to to live with these animals. Like I, I, I that
1: I was, was that t- wasn't a bad wound. That he'd get hurt worse in rut season fighting with another. Oh, buck. that was a, that yeah. was a haircut. Yeah,
2: that was a haircut. It wasn't and like it,
1: that arrow passed through him. But
2: the luckiness of that, Just you know, God. he ducked the way he did it. The what what You know, if he would have ducked, whatever it could have been that. Should it for all intents Love. and purposes, been a mortal wound. Yeah, like I,
1: I just. And how far was he when he shot? Thirty. That's why people think they can shoot thirty, forty yards. Everybody does, but that deer—it's scientifically proven can duck a string at thirty yards. That's your fastest bow. That's how fast their their reflexes yeah. are. If if they're in tune and know that something happened, and it's. I mean, I'm not saying not to shoot 30 yards, but it can happen to anybody. It was not the first will.
2: time I've ever been ducked, and, and, and uh, be my, that would have been my four, fifth year with a yeah. bow.
1: They can do it. Yep. They're an amazing animal.
2: Just a tribute. So, I mean, that's why we're out there, guys. But, I yeah, mean, to come you, on. I'm, this is a cool topic and, yeah. uh, for me. You know, cause, uh, but here's something I wanted to, to kind of pull I don't know if you guys see it in a lot. Uh, it's for, kind of for me, it's kind of like a new thing. But I've been, because I'm in the woods at this time, I'm actually taking uh, notice to a couple trails where the hooves are going both ways. And to me, that's a, it's got to be a pinch point. You know, that's got to be something that they're they're getting in and out of it's,
0: it's pinch point or travel route that's getting used, uh, you know, to bed and from bedding. Yeah. So follow it. And right now, right now, and this is where late season is key. Right now is the time to follow that trail. Right? It, the you ground don't want yeah, yeah. to walk that trail and figure out where the bedding is in September. You'll blow the deer out of there. They'll find a new bedding area and they won't be there in archery. You can walk those trails right now You can walk them during turkey season, and you're not going to ruin your hunt in the fall for whitetail. So do it now. That's what late season's great for. You can take those opportunities. Catfish, you talked about this the other day on this new property. Like, those guys had a sanctuary set up, a couple hundred acres that nobody goes into. He gave you permission because you're there for a specific reason, but you aren't ruining any opportunity that those guys have to hunt whitetail in the fall by walking through that this time of year. Right. That's what's great. Another side topic, which I was thinking about writing and putting into the top, the topic hat, was shed hunting. And we could probably do a whole episode on shed hunting, but shed hunting is another great opportunity for late season scouting. I mean, not well, only that- do you get evidence of deer that made it through, but you get to really understand their travel routes.
1: And that's, I guess that's why I'm a little quiet at the moment, because I don't late season scout. I have no clue what you're talking about. I, I turkey hunt, I, I go shed hunting, I coyote hunt, but... I had no time to go look for deer this time of year or any sign whatsoever because my properties I know them all and they're small. There's no reason for me to go try to learn them like Will's trying to learn a new property. Right. I know my properties after all these years and well, There's nothing else for me to explore. The deer can only go so many places and I can only hunt so many places on it because of new buildings being built and you know, so I mean I, going out and like scouting this time of year though on say a public land means nothing to me either because anything that you learn right now is going to be nothing in October so late seeding scouting is depending on whether you're hunting a property that's pressured by public people versus you know uh it's a private farm a private property well
0: I I would actually argue that point I think you can learn a lot especially if you are going to hunt that piece of public ground you can learn a lot this time of year
1: but it doesn't matter because you can learn everything and get completely ready for public season. And some guy puts a tree stand in the night before where all your work is.
0: No, I, I,
1: I get that. That's why I don't like what
0: you're, what you're able to do is get an idea of this is what our traditional bedding areas for these deer. And these are food sources for these deer and food sources change, especially on public land. You know, unless you're talking about small little food plots that the game commission puts in on state game lands or, they do some food plots now and stuff um, in state forests yeah. but un- not un- as many right you, what you're what you're looking for mast crop right so all of a sudden this white oak flat is hot and there's a real big thicket at the bottom of the ridge and you can tell this year that that's this is obvious bedding and food and here's a bunch of travel routes from one to the other right and yeah, your, your hunt's going to get screwed up because it's public land and somebody else could see that and they could move in there. Or we've talked about this countless times with the Orange Army moves in, all bets are off come first day of rifle season, but you play the odds, right? right? And you know, okay, so if this flat turns on with the, this oak flat turns on, this is a great food source. You go in there in September and you walk around and you can tell whether or not it's going to be dropping acorns. Not every oak flat turns on Every year. There's there's mass crop cycles, I guess. And I'm not a Mm -hmm. botanist. Right. Is that the right word?
2: Yeah, that's yeah, that's one of them. Cool. Um,
0: but I'm not one of those guys. So I can't tell you for sure how that works. But I know that there's seasons where acorns drop way better than others. And if it's not one of those years where the acorns are dropping on that flat, then maybe I won't focus on that. I'll try to look somewhere else. But I mean there's there's things you can learn. And while you say you're going out and you're turkey hunting, or you're going out and, yeah, you've gone shed hunting. You're not going late season scouting. I, I don't believe it for a second. Every time you're in the woods, you're scouting.
1: You're, oh, I'm looking you're, at a deer sign, but I'm not typically going out trying to learn where my not, deer pattern You don't, are
0: don't right? need to. Right, like, you, you understand as soon as you see a track, you can look at it and you analyze it like that.
1: So that's late Other season guys, scouting. That's
0: late season scouting, okay. right? Other guys have to put some thought into that. Like they're like, okay, well, this track
1: I just is, mean I don't typically leave the house to go, I'm going scouting this time of year.
0: No, no, you're going out, you're right. going out to be in the woods. Like we're in the woods. I would venture the, the guess and feel comfortable saying that we're in the woods more often than most. Right? Yeah. Between the the group of us.
1: This is real quick though, this is my least productive time of year, is this late season scouting time right mm-hmm. now. Because after February goose hunting's over, I literally have a very busy month, as most people do in December, with family. I'm, I'm trying to get caught up on time that I took away from family. Um, and then January, like, you know, you got, uh, you know, January, February into goose hunting, like, literally March and April are my two months to recover. Like, until turkey season comes, this is, like, right now, nobody really sees tons of stuff from me in the outdoors, because... If I do things, it's very minute and easy going because we push pretty hard all year. They're the two months where not only I have to get work back done on the house I haven't done all year long, but it's my time to get some rest because come May, we'll push hard every day. Like for turkeys, every day we're out, we're pushing hard and working and I don't get lots of yard work done, things like that. So these are my off months where late season scouting really means nothing to me because if it's, I don't. I but can't push all year I think I am gonna go down.
0: I'm going to give you another argument. Yeah. But I'm going to base it off of something that you said. Yeah. Right? Three weeks ago, maybe four, at this point, we had a big snowfall. Yeah. And you were talking to me about how you and Lacey drive to work every day. And on that way home that day, you're like, you stopped every couple hundred yards. You're like, look at this set of tracks. Look at that set of tracks. That's late season scouting. You're not necessarily going out to do it. But because you I think are, it's just my nature you're, to find you're, it. Yeah. It's ingrained in you. You don't well, have to think about knowing it. I'm doing it without knowing it. Yeah, it, you're, you're naturally doing these things, and I'm yeah. saying as a topic, late season scouting. Those are the things that people are doing. Yeah, Maybe yeah. they don't even realize they're doing it. I gotcha. So it's a great topic. You've been I doing it so long, catfish. I still walk. I still
1: it. walk in the woods and take time out. I just don't push. It's like it's not hunting season to me, so it's literally just time to go watch. The creek flow through, like sit oh, down and enjoy.
0: I won't I, don't, I won't. I
1: guess I don't notice when I'm taking notice to deer sign because it's yeah. just.
0: I, I took my son to baseball practice the other night. I had about 45 minutes. I ran over to a stream that somebody told me they restocked that day. Sorry, Phil. And I went to go trout fishing for a couple minutes. <laughs> but I was looking at deer tracks in the mud. And I was just thinking, okay, based on these tracks, like. I know that the fields up here and there's a real thick patch, like I'm doing all this stuff in my head naturally. I'm, I i did not think about it at the time, but now that we're talking about this, I remember staring at those tracks and thinking all those things right. as I'm walking to throw my little hunk of power. No, bait you're,
1: no, you're right. Creek. Because now that you're saying it, I'm starting to think of some things that I was thinking of when I saw the sign that.
0: And you put I it right. It. You put it in the back of your head
2: and you think
1: I'll utilize time it when I need it when I'm when there. there.
2: Exactly. When did exactly. you see the tracks? for that pinch point that you killed your doe i mean i in I, pheasant season yeah
1: i found all that in pheasants hunting pheasants
2: so i think you're just collecting data constantly yeah i don't i guess i just scouting.
1: i guess i just never <laughs> labeled this time of year for me as late season scouting it seems like a an alien word to me that's Means my resting time to go for a walk in the woods. Like I don't.
0: I mean, I could have called it that, but the rest of us wouldn't know what. To Let's call
1: about. it that because I'd be more comfortable. it. Right.
4: So everybody, <laughs> next year
0: when you're
1: because this sounds like I should be doing some work while I'm in the woods. Where right. versus I now. I mean, just calling it this, I feel like I'm being too laxed on doing the work for this late season scouting. <laughs> Actually, ready? what
0: we're doing right now is we're pro- we're providing a public service announcement to all of the guys and or gals whose spouses or significant others give them a hard time. Right. You'd be like, listen, I'm just late season scouting. Makes it sound like you're doing more than just walking in the woods.
2: You know, I I get tempted, and
1: I (laughs) kind of like it too, because I can tell certain people, be careful, because I never late season scouted before, but I can start. I can be gone all year. You want me to start late season
0: scouting? (laughs) a warning. Use it to your advantage.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I get tempted to to sit in the ground blind, to sit uh, in in an old stand. Um, I haven't done it because I like to try and just get in and get out even now. Um, you know, I try not to be too loud. I know that it's, we know, it's not as critical, um, but like, I don't know when, I try to limit myself from what I think I need, should do in the, at this time, you know, if that makes sense. like, you know, maybe I should sit in the stand in the evening or something like that, but I don't, I don't know. in I don't want to. I don't want to bogart the conversation, uh, but
0: there are there there are places like in the Midwest where whitetail hunting is the thing of all things, and everybody's got huge tracks of private property. It's to like hunt. trout fishing. There are here. people. There are people who, in the fall, it's big. will set up what they call them observation stands. Right, so they won't even they'll they'll have four hours before dark where we're we're thinking. Wow, I got four hours, let's go hunt. These guys are taking those four hours before dark, and they're sitting in what they call an observation stand. They don't want to blow up a spot by walking in and sitting in the wrong place, so they're going to hang a stand three, 400 yards away, and they're just going to sit there with optics and watch where the deer come out. What are their travel routes? What's my best opportunity? Like, there's guys who do that, but they're doing it in the fall, Right. And I understand, especially if you're hunting public land, things can change, and anybody could blow up your chances by hanging a stand right where you wanted to if you're on public land. But sitting in an old stand or a ground blind this time of year, if you've got the time,
1: it ain't going to hurt nothing do it. in October, right?
0: No, absolutely do it. You're going to get an idea of what these deer do and and maybe the focus on this from a Pennsylvania perspective. The focus on this is. Archery season, okay? Because again, we've said it a hundred times. You know, everything goes out the window come rifle right. season. Yeah. Orange Army hits the woods. Those deer have already gone through a week of bear season upstate, and there's no more patterning. Everything's a you pin- don't know what's coming around the now corner. Now it's a pinball machine, right? Right. But if your focus is on archery and you want to try to get out there in archery season, pattern those deer now, because what they're doing now, food to bed, is the same thing that they're doing in September and October.
1: The first couple weeks of archery.
0: It's, it's that early season before the rut kicks in. The rut changes everything, and then hunting pressure on top of the rut, all bets are off. You want to shoot a buck, a mature buck, or you want to connect with a doe, pattern them now, because they're doing the same thing the first three weeks of October.
1: So what, what exact time frames are we, we going to label this late season scouting?
0: Uh, the day after Flintlock season ends. Mm-hmm. Until until the first day of archery, archery season. <laughs> <laughs> well, there has to be a break in there somewhere um, because I mean, eventually it becomes early season. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah.
1: fishing season has started, so technically it's over.
0: It, it's the end of winter, beginning of spring. Yeah, By the yeah, time yeah, turkey yeah. season hits, most yeah, people's would late say season the scouting break. is over.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Then you go turkey hunting, and after that, then you start, you know, early season or preseason stuff. Yeah. Hanging, mid-season Hanging season, bat fishing. Mid, yeah, mid-season fishing.
1: Well, I'm glad you brought a new light to something that I do, and I didn't know it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> You're the man. Still, still feels like we're hunting for just
1: spring. Just thought though. we were in the woods oh. hanging out.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: But, I mean, it, that's part of loving the outdoors, though. No matter what time of year it is, I mean, it's just walking through the woods, running on a game trail that's down the mud, or you know, seeing. I mean, it's it's it takes a certain type of person to get excited to find fresh deer crap in the woods, but. Some people get excited about it. I mean, it's sign, you know, turkey feathers laying around, whatever. It's all that, I guess you call it scouting. I just yeah, I'm picking spots. I always felt like it was just being in the woods. You know. I know the
2: property that I'm on right now. I'm I'm picking spots.
1: But you've been spending a good bit of time in the woods. So yeah. You've been doing good up there. Yeah. For
2: that property. And I know that uh, there's a couple sections that I haven't been on yet. So the next couple weeks, that's going to be my focus is getting in there and Uh, going to the places I haven't been on the property. And then uh, I know our spot uh, that we picked out for last season got blown out pretty quick. Um, And like I said, I had to move. And uh, so I'm going to I have a couple more spots in mind. I just, I'm not settled on them right yet. And I think that's my big goal is like, where am I going to put you know the next stands you
1: know
2: that's one of the topics i did put in the hat sorry
1: well that'll come up later yeah and i can talk see i can actually talk about that one because like will said i mean i i did some late season scouting i figured out where these deer were moving by uh, you know actually um uh you know pheasant hunting found out a a really good travel route on one of my farms that i didn't really know existed right in uh, you know uh, and anyhow
2: we talked about it, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, you know, uh, but I, to really you know, get in line with what he's saying, this spot was the most obvious pinch point I've ever seen, and I've walked by it like 10 times.
1: Sure, we've been there before together and not seen that sign before. You yeah. know, but, but here's the crazy part. So I hung a ladder stand there for rifle season. After I harvested, I killed a doe there in archery season. Then I hung a ladder stand there for rifle season. Never saw a deer in a week. So, I mean, it's just the travel, like you said, the travel routes, everything changed once that first, not not week, that first two, maybe hour of rifle season. The gun's going off on the farms around. Oh, Oh, I know what that is. Let's head to the corn, you know. So, we 300 acres of corn standing still in rifle season.
0: But that's going to depend on where you're at in the state. Because down here, it's going to take an hour or two of rifle season for that to start. Right, right. Up where my cabin is. That already happened a week earlier because it was bear season, right? And those guys are putting on drives, big one, yeah. You know, so when when it just depends where you are when that pressure hits. Mm. But yeah, when the pressure hits, everything changes. All bets are off. Um, all that I wouldn't say all the scouting goes out the window because there's still thickets and you know where those deer are going for you, escape now routes. You got to
1: know where the escape routes are, yeah. or where they go to hide, and
0: finding natural funnels and whether that's done through topo maps aerial photography or Google maps type stuff or boots on the ground, walking through the woods. Like there's, there's natural funnels and pinch points that you can't see on any of those other options. You no. have to put boots on the ground. There's also edges, deer, white deer specifically are nature. They're creatures of habit and they travel edges. They love to run edges. I love hunting nothing more than if I can find a place where there's a patch of evergreens, some sort of pine tree running up against a hardwood ridge. You put me on that edge, I'll find a spot, and I'll clear out a little section on the edge of one of those pines. I'm going to see deer. Mm -hmm. They love running edges. Even when it's heavy hunting pressure, they aren't going to cut through that thick, nasty brush of the hardwoods, Mm -hmm. like upstate where it's all mountain laurel, because it's too hard to get through quick. But they're not going to run through the wide open of the – the pines sure no. they're gonna skirt that edge baby yep no i and got you i will hang a stand and i will shoot deer underneath me every year or somebody will you are yeah. pretty this edgy. past this past year was my brother who killed probably the nicest buck i've seen come out of that area for a while <laughs> that's awesome
1: fairly close to where you were
0: as
4: a cruiser. damn prize. thing's running right toward me Might
1: not. <laughs>
4: what a jerk first thing could have bit you
1: i think that i think that it's uh in near future here that The current's going to get to be pretty crazy considering there's multiple fishing seasons and tons (laughs) of, we have lots of vacations and, and, uh, fishing destinations coming up. So, you know,
4: current's about ready to get a lot quicker.
1: Yeah. Please stay tuned as we, we have so, we have so many things to talk about coming up and stormy. So I, I like this. I like this idea in a hat thing. I didn't like your first draw, but I like to. Um, I've got to learn something out of it, so I think it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. You can. didn't
0: like it because we learned you something. I
1: don't like learning something <laughs> out of a hat. <laughs> but well, you
0: did. But, but you did. Once again, you did. But you did. Send us the topics for the topic hats, folks. Yeah. And I honestly, send us a topic that says mule deer hunting in Colorado. Send that. I would love to put that in a hat because we're gonna sit here. And pontificate
2: on it. Oh, I don't know what mm. do I say. That'd know be what so cool. Nobody does. That's something. the best part about it. That's why it's the current.
1: We might as well talk about jackalope hunting. I know more about that.
2: <laughs> All right, I'm gonna put that in topcat.
1: Jackalopes.
2: Scribe, scribe, scribe.
1: <laughs> mule deer hunting. They run funny. That's what I'll tell they them. They do.
2: <laughs> they bounce like little bunnies.
1: <laughs> They're like the Easter bunny of whitetails.
4: <clears throat> I did not know that.
1: Do you ever see a mule deer run? It it bounces
4: differently than a whitetail
1: just it has a different gant to a different gain whatever you call it. that's what it, yeah that, i'm gonna have to pay attention next time. Uh,
4: i'll pay attention next i mean they don't run Washington quite TV. like
1: a pronghorn but they do it looks it looks different yeah
0: i'll like, check it out next like time tigger thank you yes exactly like tigger ttfn like their tops are made out of rubber and their bottoms are made out of springs mm-hmm. tigger's
1: got to bounce
4: yeah. bouncy trouncy, waltzy bouncy TTFN.
2: Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. There it is.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's been good, boys. I think
2: that's the great way to end. A hey, catfish.
1: Yeah, man.
4: Where can we throw our net and find us at?
1: You can find us at, at uh RuttenriverPursuits.com. You can find us at Rotten River Pursuits Podcast on YouTube. You can follow us on Instagram at river pursuits or is it at rut yeah it's rutton river is it now
2: yeah rutton river pursuits rutton
1: river pursuits now and uh follow us individually because you'll like to see what we're all up to uh you can uh, listen download one of the, the uh, stitcher itunes google play or Catch Castbox, Box. and uh you know listen to us in the truck on your commute give us a like and uh you can always go and give us a review is it on itunes the review part
2: yeah, the iTunes, and uh, I think CastBox has a review.
1: Yeah, throw us a review. Tell us what you like. and uh,
2: It really helps out, and uh, you know, our searchability and, and, and getting these things out to people.
1: Sure, and then that way, even on there, if in the review throw us something for the hat, we'll put her in there for the uh, topic hat. Absolutely. It's a shaking. So stay tuned. Big things to come. Lots of fishing trips coming up, guys. Thanks for listening.
0: Thank you. See y'all.
1: Bring them weightless. Love y'all.
0: Peace.
4: shopping adventure, Ooh. not really shopping. Not shopping. But not. we adventured in stores, though,
1: I would say. Because adventure in stores is the guide term for shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. Because yeah. Technically, you went shopping with another dude, and you just don't want to say that.
4: <laughs> but we didn't buy anything. Now, so,
1: so you went browsing. <laughs> no, no, we <laughs> browsing. So you went to attempt to spend your money on fishing and hunting gear and decided that you didn't need it. We Bouncy we went
4: bouncy drouncy, wildsy, bouncy bouncy
0: <laughs> bouncy <There> it is. in. <laughs>
3: bouncy